0: Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. This is episode 126. We've got Wilkie Law in the house. Will, what's good? What's going on? What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Yeah, and we are so thrilled to have our friend, our, our inspiration, our mentor, Eric Crouch, back on the podcast. Eric, what's good, my friend?
1: What's up, everybody? How y'all doing?
0: Good.
2: Right, Good, man. Good. Good. You Excited.
0: missed out. We, we had a moment, Will, before you came on that was just like that, that clip of that uh, guy on CNN who was getting interviewed and, like, the kids just continued to walk in. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, doop,
2: doop, doop, doop. But well, uh, just, just know that I'm still at school, so we might get some distractions. I might be moving around to hand people stuff. So. We know the
1: pain, brother. We know <laughs> the pain. I can't tell you how many times we have going to make a video this week and then they'll go... Miss Smith, if you're in the building, could you please come to the office? Ms. Smith, if you're in the building, could you please come to the office? And you're like, oh. And the kids go, oh, we have to do that again. Oh, my gosh. Can
0: <laughs> I There's not a way this to turn great. down the volume it's on great. your uh, intercom? What's uh, that? Is there a way to turn down the volume on your
2: intercom at school?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Like, it just – its our school is 100 and something years old, and it's just – everything's old.
2: Yeah, so probably not.
1: Yeah, probably no. (laughs) So, like, you know, the old method of, like, you know, I don't know, maybe texting somebody or, like, sending it out on, you know, like, hey, switch to channel 2, like, go to the radio. That stuff doesn't work. Or maybe, like, call the phone in the room. But, you know, they go with the – Oh, we know if we announce it through the whole building and the city of Columbus hears it, we'll get them. them. <laughs> so, I know in their mind they're not thinking. Oh, they're definitely shooting a video. Let's call right now. <laughs> it's mm, great though. Yeah. <laughs> the just yeah. love it. They're like, oh man.
2: Tell them it's, it's just a practice. That was that was that was the ones through. That's now it. it's time to go it back for it. It
1: wasn't forward. meant to be. It wasn't right. meant to be.
0: Right. So we, uh, we, we brought you back on, Eric, just because we wanted to wrap with you a little bit, too. But we definitely want to talk about a couple of topics. Um, Wilkie's been wanting to do global learning in his class, so we want to pick your brain a little bit on that. But then we definitely want to talk about your new Twitter chat. We want to talk about the Pep Talk series and a little bit about the direction of Teacher out. So, I mean, if yeah, topics are good with you, we're going to let, let Will kind of jump into it because he's the one who's been really kind of wanting to pick your brain about the global <clears throat> learning thing.
2: Yeah, man, like I say, if you like I say for me right now, um, <clears throat> working with the youth that I work with, you know, primarily an urban situation. Um, it's amazing how I mean the kids have forced me now to get recycle bins because they're they're focused on the fact that I drink a lot of water and it's like you can't just throw these out and throw them away. We have to recycle, so I had to go find a recycling center. Uh, they're motivated to I have a very diverse group. There's a lot of kids that are from Africa. Some are from um, different parts of Asia, and they want to connect and reach out. And that's one of the things that um, I remember us talking and you sharing with us before about everything that you did with your school and with your kids and how they kind of gravitated to it. And and I know that this group of kids that I'm having right now would really love it. So I would just kind of like to get some insight, like as a teacher who's trying to get into that, how would I? You know, get that going, and possible, po- you know, places that I can actually go in forums to connect with different people. So,
1: for the what, I think what you found is the sweet spot, right? Like kids find something, they they get hooked on it, and you're just like, there's no turning back. Like they, they're mm-hmm. like, no, this is the direction we're going in, teacher. And and then you know that you're onto something really good, and that that did happen to us, and so. Uh, For us in elementary school, the way to start is Empatico. Empatico is one of the most incredible platforms for global collaboration. It is absolutely uh, like a one stop shop. It's super easy. You just go in, log in, you sign up, you set up your times when you're available to chat with other classrooms, and then they connect you with classrooms all over. They'll put you with a teacher um, that has a similar schedule to you and a similar grade level, and then you're off. And then you guys can connect once or twice. And then move your conversation over to another platform, and then they can connect mm. you to another classroom if you would like to. Wow! And they can continue to repeat that as many times as you want. And currently, it's available K through five, but they're looking to expand in the very near future to I believe six twelve. And mm. but what their their focus is is that, I mean, if you've heard of Kind Bars or Kind Snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. never okay so there's yes a,
2: yes, yes the, the
1: foundation names, and the guy that founded it um, his father was a holocaust survivor and so one of his big missions in life is to build empathy and to make sure that we uh, as humans are connecting with each other uh, in a way that's you know supportive and loving and, uh, and that we're building upon the great things that we are achieving as, as individuals and starting to look at them as groups, but now not just groups. As you know, we're over here in Columbus, and we can only work with people in Columbus. But now we're going to reach out and say, "What if? What would this look like if you were working with a class in Bolivia? What if you were talking to a class in, you know, uh, Kansas? How would this look?" And so what they did was they invested twenty million dollars into this site that's absolutely free for teachers. Will always be free for teachers with one purpose, and that is getting our kids connected. Mm. And so it is just absolutely phenomenal. Now. If you can't do that, the best thing to do is to get on Skype. And you may be a little hesitant because it can be, you know, a little bit more laborious as to how do you find a class and how do you connect? Twitter is how you do that. And so one of the ways we engage with bringing people in, like say you want to talk about recycling plastics, you can search that on Google and then search only the site Twitter. So when you go to Twitter, you can then only find the person who has that in there, either their metadata or that little um, that little piece of the description right under their name that mm-hmm. talks about uh, all their little accomplishments or whatnot. But it would give their job description might be in there as well. So if someone was talking about um, uh, recyclables for 3D printing and you wanted to look up those types of things specifically, uh, you would Google that and then at site.com, Twitter, I believe, site colon forward slash Twitter, I believe is how you do that. I'll get you the connection on that. Okay. Um, but what you can then do is narrow that down to people who have that in their background, and then you shoot them a message, and you say, hey, my kid's are really interested in this. We'd love to Skype with you. And if you can find people that have between, you know, five to, you know, 10,000 followers, they usually will shoot you a message back and go, hey, I'd love to. Because most people don't go, you know what, I really don't like kids. Kids are awful. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> they go, oh, my God, you think what I do is cool? Well, I'd love to talk with you about what I do. Right. And um, a funny story. Do you know Joe Lenardi, the bracketologist for ESPN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was there. They were doing statistics and probability. And they said, we would like to do something with bracketology for our project. And so they went on Twitter and tw- sent him a tweet and asked him if he would do it. And he skipped him as a class. Wow. And so you talk about connecting students to the world, and now all of a sudden you've got a guy who's working at ESPN that they're looking at for the bracketology, and he's calling their room, talking specifically to them about the brackets that they're going to create and the probability that who would fall where and what the – you know. and it was just – it's incredible. But it's one of those rabbit holes that once you start going down it, you'll never be able to get out of it because you'll be so addicted to it. It's, it's just like the next chase. Like, who are we going to find to bring to our room next? But right, that's how you get involved in that and Skype is one of the best ways for that also mystery Skype There are a lot of classrooms that like to mystery Skype and it's a great way to start conversations So like we do classification of animals So we'll call a class and they'll have a secret animal We'll have a secret animal and we'll play 20 questions back and forth and we try to see who can guess the animal first or maybe something along the lines of a historical figure So your people would have to do the research and they would have to know the questions. And then you've got people that ask questions, people that are typing. It's telling you, it's game changing. Once you go down the hole, it's it's over because kids are going to be like, when are we talking to somebody else? We're, you know, we're tired of hearing you, Mr. Crow. We want want to go chat with them. And so it's really powerful. And so we're, those are the types of things that we know as humans, we're meant to connect with each other. We're, we're, we need that, that connection to really solidify who we are and to to kind of make sense of what we're here for. And when we get connected with kids in our building, it's great. But when they go outside of their community, what we do is we start tearing down these, these walls and these barriers that uh, maybe wouldn't be able to be torn down if we had not pursued a relationship with somebody outside of our own comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so, That's the, what we see as the rich addicting part of it is to go, wow, that is incredible. They do this so differently than we do, but it's not wrong. Right. And so to go back to Empatico, the reason they focus on elementary is because all of those perceptions that are negative are developed by 11. So you basically have a cultural understanding of what you believe uh, by the time you leave elementary school. So they. The focus is to make sure that we're giving kids in elementary school an opportunity to see people um, for what they bring to the world and not what's different about them. Mm. Uh, and so that, that part of it is just it's phenomenal. And it's free. So it's like, I mean, you go in and like, I've, you know, I've been connected to several different classes and it's just like, boom, done. You've got a match. And you just hop in a chat and go, hey, when would you like to meet? you like, I got my Mondays are free, this is free. And there's already a schedule built in where they've already linked the dates, but you can then tailor it down to when you want to meet, what you want to talk about, how much you want to prep. And then they actually have lessons to go through in there as well. So very, very cool stuff. So.
2: Are you familiar with the UN information uh, Global Goals? Yeah, have you, have you uh,
1: the SDGs, the Sustainable yes. Goals. Yes, and that's another place. Uh, to get your kids on Twitter talking if they're not on Twitter is to use that hashtag teach SDGs and they can use that to search other chats and other things that people have talked about to see what other things are going on and what great opportunity that might be to get kids started with they learn SDGs mm-hmm. and connect them together. Just mm-hmm. a thought because it would be a great way to have kids in a you know, space. But yes, those, those developmental goals are part of, What we are trying to work on with Empatico in making sure that when we collaborate, that we're breaking down the barriers, but we're also working towards common goals. Um, And so, because it's not just like, oh, we call the school and so and so tap us on the back. It's got to be purposeful and meaningful for the kids. And when they start to look at what are the issues that are facing our society, what are the issues that are facing us locally, what are the things we can do to impact those, that's when they start to find the meaning and the value. the learning and then you don't have to go, well you have to do this because I told you to do this. Well they don't you you don't those conversations go away Mm -hmm. because they're like we have to do this because if we don't do this, you know, wheel's gonna get us all in bottles of plastic. We ain't gonna have nowhere to go. We're gonna be up to our neck. You know, Mm -hmm. as we fill seventeen uh school buses a minute with plastic straws. Um so it just it's it's incredible what kids can come up with when we give them those keys to the vehicle and it's just very ambiguous and very nerve wracking when you start because it doesn't feel like teaching. And it's it's because they're doing the self-directed learning piece. And it, it is a scary it's a scary thing, but it's a worthy thing. And so I'm excited that you're on this and I'd love to chat with you more about it because you're gonna you're gonna have a blast.
2: You know, the being in the being this is my first year back in the classroom after being out for three years. Um, I came in with I felt as a new, with a new teacher's mindset, I had the lens of a brand new teacher that just happened to have some experience because I've never worked in an urban environment like this. I've never worked with majority of African American students like I am now. It was primarily, you know, Hispanic students that I worked with. Um, I think it was like 89% was my last campus for the last 11 years. And so coming here, I kind of threw out everything that I did before. And so when I got in, the first thing I wanted to do is have a conversation with my students. And once we started talking, it's amazing when you say, when you give them the keys, how they began to say things like, well, why don't we do this? Why aren't we trying this? Can we reach out to people this way? Can we do this? And so they started generating a lot of ideas. They are researching the global goals now in individual groups, and they're presenting them uh, next Friday to the whole class. So people can decide which goal they're going to try to tackle and address. Because you have little, you know, little groups that say, I'm focused on gender equality. I'm focused on this. And I told them, I say, it's okay to do different things. Just make sure that everybody's doing something. Yes. And so uh, we've been looking at that and kind of going through that. The kids are really loving that they're doing it on their own you know, I don't assign homework, but once a week, because the rest of the time they're working on their global goals. And I know it because they're coming in talking about it. Yeah, like that's, that's like, waiting at the door to come in, they're talking, Mr. Law, did you know that when you do this and did it? And I'm like, Oh, slow down, let's get in the classroom first, you know, you know, and that that sense of excitement that I'm discovering something that nobody else knows, almost. And I think that that is what really drive drove me to really want to do the the global learning to get them to see there are places that are far far worse than we are. Yeah, and there are kids who appreciate the less that they have when you have so much more, and trying to get them in that sense of that, like you say, that empathy. Can you can you walk a mile in somebody else's shoes and see what see what it's like on the other side? And so, like I say, our urban youth need that. They need that a lot. Well, and really,
1: all the kids need it. And that's the thing is that. We, we got to give it to everybody because this is their world that they're going to inherit. We have become immigrants really quickly. I don't know, man. These, <laughs> this technology is coming like that, man. I can barely keep up with all the dance moves. I can just barely floss. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, yeah. I can just barely get it. And I'm I've
2: still, been told I'm not I'm, to floss. My I'm kids falling my
1: behind, <laughs> you know? I'm falling behind. And so it's like, you know, you go from being, like, young and hip to being old really quick because the American kids will let you know. <laughs> like, that's not good anymore, Mr. <laughs> So that was last month. That was last. That's month. right. That was last year, man. I was like oh, no, it was yesterday. I swear it was yesterday. So I just been. I've been practicing at home for three weeks now. But, uh, but know, get it, it, is. it is. It's one of those things you gotta get them in front of everybody. But I would. I would. I would love. Let's connect later because I think we we got some stuff I can share that would be really helpful and okay. moving some needles. So
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. A question that that came back to my mind, which was something we talked about in Vegas, was um we were talking about how to get more men into the profession Mm. and i just want you to kind of just explain your reasoning for that like you explained it to us because i I think it's a conversation that needs to to expand because what and and i know we were so fired up about it you know at the at you know july but now it's november and you know that's kind of how life is but but it's a conversation, and we've been talking about the direction for next year with our podcast and that. so it's a question that came back to me because I know it was something we had talked about.
1: Sure. I mean, I think the thing about it is is that this women, this, this profession is pretty much dominated by women, has been and always probably will be because of the, the, the outlook of, of what teaching is. and it always seems to be more of a motherly, loving, conditional unconditional love that that seems to be something that we don't necessarily associate with men being able to give to children right if, if we were coming in we were all high school teachers and we would teach uh history and we would coach football and uh everybody else could do the shoes tying and the, the moral support and the hugs and the, oh my gosh you dropped your milk on the floor okay let's 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 pause and talk you know maybe you need a hug and it was like That's what we portray teaching as, but it's really so much more. And I think what we find is that all of these students need male role models just as much as they need female role models. Unfortunately, most of them are coming to the school without male role models. And so what I find is that by getting men in the building, getting um, even younger, like, well, really students who have left and come back and work with kids, they realize how much joy it brings to your soul when you get the opportunity to teach someone and work with someone and help them go through something that maybe they didn't think they could go through. And it gives you this, um, I don't know, this this feeling that you can't really replace with anything that's monetary or anything that you could um, go out and apply for because it it's just, it's, it's, it's like a, it's the right thing. You know what I mean? Like it just feels so right. Like we should be sharing and imparting our knowledge to our youth. Our job as men is to take what we have made and take it, give it to these young children and let them take it further and grow what we have into something even greater. And I feel like We've lost that somewhere as men. We, we have gone into this ambitious, like, we've got to be successful. We've got to be able to provide for our families. We've got to be able to do these things. And you can do all of that with teaching. And you can build other leaders. And I think that's what's important is looking at these kids. It's not an opportunity to come to it and say, well, you know what? I'm here to, you know, get a bunch of followers. But really, we like to think of it more like we're here to build a, an army of leaders that are going to go out and say, I know what to do. When it's my turn. I'm ready to go. I just need a shot. Give me a shot because I'm going to take it when it comes to me. And you see these, even young girls who don't have male role models in their life. We talk about young boys all the time. We don't really talk about young girls who may not have a father figure that's consistent. And they come to school and you can just see the way they carry themselves when when they're respected and are treated in a way that they haven't been treated before. And the confidence and the self-esteem boost that they get as a young lady. And it, 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 like I said, it just, it fills you in a way that just feels right. There's just no other way to explain it other than you couldn't, if I could just, if they provided me a house and food, I would do it for that because it feels like that's what I'm on this planet to do. And you know, you could apply for all, all kinds of jobs. It would never fill your soul the way teaching fills your soul. And I think the, the thing we have to do is get men in the building. Hmm and get them going. I have a guy right now, it's a funny story, I have a parent, he came back, and he his daughter was in my class last year, she really, really struggled, he was in the army, uh, retired at the end of the year last year, and um, really didn't have anything to do, and he was like, can I come hang out in your classroom? I was like, sure, and he was like, I just want to see what you guys are doing in there, because my daughter has just completely blossomed, and... When he came in, he, you could just tell he just had a natural knack for it. He just had no idea he had a, he had a knack for it. Mm-hmm. And he is now a parapro at our school, support staff, um, and serving incredibly well and is looking at going back to school and getting his teaching degree. Because I was like, dude, you are a natural. You've got to do this. You love kids. You've got all the background. You have tons of experience. You have really, 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 really great feel for classroom management you just kind of really understand how things are supposed to flow and you just relate to kids you can just tell you love kids and love being around kids and love helping people and I don't think you would have ever known that if I would have turned him away and said you know what dude you like your daughter's gone like she's already graduated like she's gone to sixth grade and it was just something like you could just tell like I think secretly some of us really want to do something purposeful with our life we just We get concerned about the money thing. And what we find is that that's not why we do this. We do this because we want to make sure that the democracy we have, we can maintain and improve. And we make sure that the world that we leave for our kids is better than the ones we have for ourselves. And you can't do that if you're not in the mix, fighting on the front lines to make that happen for kids every day. And so, to me, it's really about getting people in the rooms. Even if you got to trick them and say, hey, look, Dad's for donuts. You know, whatever. Come, come come, help two kids check in a library book and see if you can't crack a joke with a kid and watch a kid smile and tell me that doesn't change your life. Because yeah. what you'll see is you go, man, that's what we did. We would put them up on a little bulletin board call them all-stars, right? All-star dads or whatnot. Be like, hey, man, while you're eating lunch with your kid on the way back, you mind seeing runs to the uh, library and check in two books with a kid? I mean, just stand there in line just check in two books. Just two books. Who can't do two books, right? I guess I should do two fingers. That's four. But, but, but what happens if you can do two, you can do four. And if you can do four, you can do eight. And what they find is that it doesn't take but 10 minutes. But, man, it makes a big difference in a kid's life. And then they realize how much power they have with time. And when they spend that little bit of time with kids, wow, what would it look like if I spent a week here? And what we found is people really do want to share their knowledge with kids. They just don't necessarily have an outlet or feel like they have an invitation. And so getting them exposure and into the rooms is the most important thing we can do because, man, we've got to have men. And then as us being in the profession, we have got to share the awesome stuff that we do with kids so that other men see it and go, oh, my gosh, they're not just the bumblebees and the turtles anymore. They are doing cool stuff, right? (laughs) I mean, I know when I was in elementary school, I was always the bumblebees. And I'm sitting here going, like, when I get a classroom, we're not doing no, there's no thing. We are not doing things. We are not going to be the Ninja Turtles. We are not going to be these things. We are just going to be a classroom. And the kids were like, "Oh, okay." And you'd be like, "Yep, that's it. That's what it is. The walls are gray. This is a man cave. It's your first one. Welcome to the room." And they love it. They just love it. I mean, I got a big old deer head on the wall, and it's just it brings a totally different dynamic to the table. And I would say it impacts girls just as much as boys, absolutely. Because they they need it too. And it goes back to uh, these kids need a lot. I mean, I think I have maybe three or four kids that have nuclear families completely intact. Wow. And everybody else coming from, um, I either have, have, I think I have three, three kids that are, currently their parents are in the process of the divorce. I've got four kids that have lost a parent. I've got two or three kids that live with grandparents. And, you know, it just, it just, it's, it's, it's almost scary how it's become normal. I remember being in school and we would maybe have one kid whose parents were divorced and we didn't talk about that. Cause it was like, Whoa. Right. And the dynamics have changed. And through that people have prioritized work and the, you know, the Instagram life and the things that, and they, they're working so much that they forget about what's important. And, you know, that's why the getting them back in the, getting them back in the schools and getting them back in front of kids helps us retell that narrative and say look this is something that we all not only can do but should do and be a part of because it's a it's an awesome job it's an awesome job mm-hmm.
0: i like it all right so we i'm, I'm very mindful of yep. your time because i know yep.
1: you're keep going keep yep, going
0: i know i know you're you got a time crunch so let's give me a rundown of the, of the things you got going on because we know you're a big part of teach your heart out um but Talk a little bit about what's going on with Teacher Heart Out, where they're going to be next year. Um, yeah. So, talk a little bit about Twitter chats and the pep talk series if you got time.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Teacher Heart Out is coming to Atlanta, uh, March 29th and the 30th. We'll be in the Bahamas, uh, I think the 21st to the 24th. Yep, 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 yep. And, and then we'll be uh, back in Houston. We'll be back in Texas.
0: San Antonio, isn't
1: uh, it? In, I think, October next year. So. Yeah. Really excited about that. I know, right? I mean, it's – and so I think we've kind of got our model where we like to be on, you know, um, all across the U.S. so that we can try to be as close to people as possible and in bigger cities so that we're available to – you know, are accessible for people to get in and fly in and get out. But we have really changed up the way Teacher Heart Out looks, and it is phenomenal. It is really about the heart, and it is about finding – your love and your passion for teaching while adding strategies, but really incorporating the networking piece. Because what we found was that a lot of teachers were coming in unloved and unnurtured and unsupported and they're sitting there doing amazing things, but they're stuck at the end of the hall with a bunch of people who do not really care for them. Doing a bunch of things that are showing them up maybe thinking that like, Oh my gosh, you were trying all these cool things with kids and I am not doing that. Like I don't have time for that. you know. And you're going, they're, they're thinking maybe I'm doing it wrong because everybody else is telling me this, and then they come to a conference like this, and they find their tribe, and they realize, no, I'm doing it right, and I need to keep doing it right, and now I have people that I can go with me, and so that was the the birth of the Twitter Twitter chat, was to get people to continue to stay in dialogue, and not only with that, but with us, because we love to be a part of the conversation and to be a resource if we can be them, and a lot of times what you find is that when you open up the idea of a network, you open up the opportunities for your kids because what may happen is is now because Will's trying uh, some stuff with reaching out to people outside the classroom, I may be able to be a resource for him where I can connect him to somebody that he may be interested in connecting with. Now all of a sudden his kids are going to benefit from that. Mm -hmm. And that's free. He doesn't have to do anything to do that. And that's just what we do. And then I may come to him and say, Hey, look, I need somebody that can do this. Do you know anybody? And he can push me in a different direction. And that's what we can do for each other because you may not have that in your building. And so what we want to really do is really cultivate that heart and that passion for learning and that love for teaching. And we want to re kind of tool what the idea of your teacher hallway looks like, right? Your teacher tribe doesn't necessarily have to be the people you wear t-shirts with and take pictures with, you know, on Fridays. It can be people who are on the internet who you've met at a conference that you've just connected with, or maybe even you did meet them. You were at different teacher heart out conferences, but you, Took a similar class, or maybe have a similar thought, and you share and you get this hashtag, Teach Your Heart Out Chat, gets in your mind, and you go on and you say, I'm gonna go get a part of this conversation. And oh my gosh, this person is talking about something I was just talking about yesterday. I need to connect with them. And we get people having conversations that, that help our kids and make the learning more meaningful for our children. And that's what we wanna do. We wanna impact those things. So, really, really excited about that. Now, pep talk is a totally separate thing. But it's just as just as important because, as you know, as teachers and in any profession, there's a lot of stress. And who doesn't need a night of comedy, a night of relief to kind of sit back and laugh and enjoy yourself and and just celebrate you for who you are. And so that's what pep talks Sh- are. it is.
0: <laughs> um, that's
1: right. Could you please come to the office? If I could were in there, that's what I would be doing. I'd be calling, I'd be calling all kinds of names. Uh, but Pep Talk is really about feeding people. It's about giving people that night that they deserve to come, enjoy themselves, have a great time. And we've got a lot of great speakers coming to that. Uh, you saw Gary at Teach Your Out. He's coming. He's got a whole new thing planned. It's going to be incredible. And Mr. D., now you guys know Mr. D. He's coming. He's gonna be yeah. awesome, and that's appropriate. Meredith, she is hilarious, and we believe we're gonna have Michael in Atlanta and throughout the rest of the cities. We know we've got him for the other cities, but we're hoping we can get him in into Atlanta. But Michael Jr. If you haven't heard him, he is hilarious. Mm-hmm. You look him up because he is big. the four of them together in one place is gonna be a really really special night. And I mean, you're gonna laugh and cry, and your stomach's gonna hurt because you're not gonna. You're not going to be right after you get done because you're going to have such a good time. You're going to go, man, I think I got the better deal out of this. And mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be an after party final draft. Who's also going on the cruise with us is going to be there playing next door so that you can go to that and enjoy yourselves and just enjoy a night on the town. But it's really to encourage and and, and get people inspired and get their batteries recharged in a different way, but this time using comedy. But we, we we just know that our people need to be loved. And there's so many stresses going on. And we just want to make sure we offer people an opportunity to have fun and relax and we just thought what a great way to do it to bring some people who have made people laugh all over the internet and bring them into a situation where they're all in the same place and just create something magical for people so that's pep talks and we're just really excited about it and we're going to get involved in some facebook lives as well with teacher heart out so there's a lot of opportunities to connect and stay in touch and we'll also be coming uh, pep talks will be coming to houston as well so we'll be in texas uh, in november next year so a lot of big stuff man a lot of changes um as far as other things with me i i mean i empatico connector so that's why i've dropped the line about in Patico obviously cuz i'm very passionate about it um mainly because it's a free tool to get people on uh but that's our job is to try to help people find their way to global collaboration um the national center for the learning disabled recently um I was very honored and flattered, but they chose me to be a part of a fellowship for children with learning and attention attention issues. And a lot of the success that I've had has to do with the project based work and some of the global collaboration piece. It <clears throat> naturally gravitate towards, so um, it's really exciting for them. So they're they're looking at potentially coming out and doing some work in the classroom and filming some things and, and making that a resource for other teachers. So that's pretty exciting, um, man. It's just been it's been a blessing, man. Uh, We have just been going nonstop. Teacher Heart Out Miami was fantastic. Missed you guys. Uh, Um, It was was absolutely phenomenal. Um, And we're excited, excited to be gearing back up for Atlanta here real soon. And I think we'll see you guys there, won't we? Yes, you will. You will. You will.
2: I was actually, look, I was looking at the video. I was watching all the uh, photos and everything. And I was like, man, that party. That would have I mean I could have gotten my Don Johnson out, <laughs> out there in Miami. You know, I'm we could have
0: been, been Crockett and Tubbs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we could have perfectly been Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah, yeah, that would have been Dude, big it, that,
1: that thing was that party was amazing. The whole thing was amazing, and what we really found was we 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 just found that man. Teachers just are the best humans on the planet, and when you get a bunch of folks in the same place and you throw up an eighties party, man, watch out. <laughs> it's over. This stuff's going down. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be fun, and it's just one of those things where, man, you have a fun day full of learning. Man, Saturday folks was just dragging in. They were just trying to get in there. We we're just getting them all excited up again, and I don't know what they were running on by Saturday afternoon. I think it was the fact that there was a 98 degrees concert going on at the same time. That was the only thing mm-hmm. keeping them awake that's because they must be exhausted with everything that's going on. But man, the the message that the just watching the response on social media, let us know that what we are doing needs to be continued, but it also needs to be exemplified more. We got to get more people exposed and more people in teacher heart out because we really feel like we are able to connect a lot of dots for people that are feeling like maybe those dots aren't on the page and we've got a huge crisis in teaching with people leaving the profession. And a lot of those are good teachers, who just don't feel like they're doing enough or the right thing. And we've got to connect them to people who will help encourage and empower them. But not only that, but give them some tips and tools and some strategies that they can use and go back and start tomorrow. And so kind of sum it all up. That's, that's really what we're all about is just helping, helping teachers find that, that passion and those tools that they need for their kids to make their classroom, the best classroom they can make it. Not any more like my classroom or anybody else's, but the best classroom for their kids. And so we just, we're just we just thrilled that we have the opportunity to work with teachers and to get uh, our message of, of love and, you know, heart, being about the heart of teaching out to the, you know, to the world. And so we're excited to take it internationally. We're excited to travel back to Atlanta where we started, and we're excited to come back full circle to Houston from where we were a year ago. So it's really exciting. And then now Pep Talks is coming, which is buy the right stuff chicks. It's not a part of teacher heart out, but it is part of, um, the same family of ownership, but it is a, it is going to be an awesome, awesome 2019. And I just feel like we're just building and growing and expanding on those ideas. And, uh, we're just very thankful that people are continuing to support and look for opportunities to come and hang out and, and, and grow with us. So
0: Awesome, man. Well, we, uh, we appreciate the time and we're going to make sure we stay connected and we're looking I guess it's Absolutely. only like five months, or uh, you know, like four months away. But no, we're definitely gonna
1: four. Yeah, stay, stay let's cut a month out of
0: this yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Let's stay connected, and we'll you and I will get together real soon, and we'll chat. Absolutely. We've got that's some resources it. I think will be really fun for your kids to to, to kind of go back and forth with, and I think they'll they'll start to see. And um, we'll start with a Google Doc. You got to get a running Doc going. That's the hey, way to go.
2: I agree. That's that's. And, you know, it's funny, one of the guys we had on the podcast just sent me a, a list of people who are willing to come and talk to students and come out to schools for free, people that he's interviewed. And it's probably about 30 or 40 names on there from all different spectrums. And so. And that's uh, a I super got, friend. You yeah. Say what?
1: I said, that's a super friend right there. Right, right. puts you in touch with 40 people because here's the thing, those 40 people probably know other people. So if you need to go into another direction or go with you know further in, I mean, they're going to be able to connect you to more people, and you're just going to have options out the wazoo. Yeah,
2: that's- and that's where I'm approaching that right now. I'm doing I'm doing a series called TikTok to my class, where I'm doing a flip grid, and I'll send you the link. So when you get a moment, shoot oh, I mean- just just do a quick little video, you know, one to three minutes long, just motivating, encouraging the students, and just kind of saying, hey, look, you know, just one little nugget of, of inspiration to the kids, because I told them, I need you to hear other people's voice besides mine. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. I do motivational Mondays every Monday, but they need to hear somebody other than me. And so um, they, uh, that's one thing that I just started up and reached out to those guys. And six of those guys already connected with me and said, hey, look, I'll do it this weekend and have it for you for Monday. So, mm. you know, just trying to surplus to give, some, give the kids something, something to look forward to.
0: So, mm-hmm. awesome man well we uh we appreciate your time on this friday evening and we'll uh we'll be in touch soon
1: excited to talk to you guys again excited to see you guys in atlanta man i can't wait yes. to see both of you guys it's gonna be yes fantastic, man you guys are gonna have a blast and you're gonna i think you guys are gonna see just how much even as a conference we've grown in two conferences mm-hmm. because it right. is i mean it was special in vegas and it's just—I feel like it's just going to keep getting um, even better every time we do it. But it's just magical what's going on with teaching right now, and I just—I love having that 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 time with teachers in a room where we can just connect and make make magic for kids and see, see people going. Oh, you teach fourth grade too? I gotta get your number. We gotta talk. You know that that was that was what, what you were talking about. That's right in my alley. And so you know, you'll be. Everybody's gonna be flipped good, and everybody before you know it. But that's what's right. amazing about what we've got is all these free tools we've got to utilize on this. You, you know, capitalize on these great opportunities we have to get kids connected. So, awesome yeah. talking to you guys. I really appreciate it again, and I'm looking forward to potentially being on. Uh, See you guys on Twitter chat maybe on Sunday.
0: Yeah, you bet.
1: Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, all right, guys. Well, enjoy your night. Enjoy your Friday evening. Uh, we'll go home. Don't stay. At school. I can't.
2: My daughter's performing in a in a play tonight, so I'm gonna have to go watch well, her is, at
1: six, six have, o'clock. Paper's graded, then, right? That's why, not, that's
2: why. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs>